Hey, hey, sister, let's get ready to lace up and level up because we are Hot Girl Walking and Talking. I'm Maggie, your host and hype girl, and I am so honored to have you here. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to focus on you. If you're feeling generous today, I ask that you please like, share, subscribe, leave some feedback, send me an email and say, hey, let me know what you're enjoying about the show, what you want to hear more of, where we can take it from here, because this would not be possible without you. I was checking the stats last night. We officially surpassed 5,000 downloads for the podcast, and I am just so humbled. And I just want to say again, thank you so much. We are doing something amazing here. And we're just getting started. And I think this podcast journey has been so similar to my healing journey and my business journey. And it might sound familiar to the journey that you're on right now. So think about it like this. I started this podcast officially a month ago. And when I first started it or before I started it, you know, I was talking about it with my husband. I was coming up with some different ideas. He was so supportive throughout the whole thing. And I could tell that his mindset was hey, you've got this idea. There's not a podcast specifically for hot girl walks. Just jump into it. Go do it. And he was ready to go, but I was holding myself back. And there was something that just kept kind of nagging at me, even though I was super excited about the thought of the podcast and I could just envision where it was going to go. There was still part of me that was dragging my feet because I was afraid. And now when I look back on it, and even at that time, I knew it was my inner mean girl. I knew it was Helga. I knew that she was trying to keep me stuck because I've spent most of my life thinking that I have a terrible voice, that I don't know how to use technology, that nobody wants to hear what I have to say. Do you see how these thoughts start to snowball? And so quickly, I let these thoughts just roll in and take over and it really dragged out the process for probably a week. And here's the craziest part about our inner mean girl. The more that we give her space to talk and fill up our mind, the less likely we are to do the thing that we originally wanted to do. So if you get excited about a new workout program or a new nutrition program, or maybe you're starting to work with a coach, at first you get very excited, but the longer that you sit and wait to execute the plan, the less likely you are to actually get started because your inner mean girl gets loud quick. And once we let her take over, it becomes so much harder to fight back against it. Mel Robbins really talks about this in a powerful way in her book, The Five Second Rule, where she basically explains when you get the thought to do something and you know that you might be scared out of it, count backwards from five, five, four, three, two, one, and go do the thing instead of dragging it out, right? Because I'm guilty of this. I know a lot of people that are also guilty of this. When it's something that we know we want to do or we should do, but we wait, you know, let's say your alarm goes off in the morning and you know that you should get out of bed and go work out. The longer that you wait to jump out of bed, the less likely it is that you're going to get out of bed on time. And then before you know it, it's 45 minutes later, you're still in bed. You didn't get the workout in and you find yourself saying to yourself again, well, I guess I'll start tomorrow or, well, I guess I'll start on Monday. Procrastination breeds more procrastination. 
And it's not like there's something wrong with you because you're procrastinating. It's just that your brain has gotten into a certain habit of procrastinating. Maybe it's addicted to those stress hormones. Maybe it needs to be stressed out and that's why you keep procrastinating. But whatever the reason is, you have the power to change it. But you need to be willing to fight back against that force that is trying to keep you stuck. And in this case, it is your inner mean girl. So whatever it is that you're working on right now, fitness, nutrition, mental health, whatever it is, if there is something that you just cannot seem to push through, or maybe you've been dying to just get up 30 minutes earlier and you keep telling yourself, tomorrow's the day, tomorrow's the day, tomorrow's the day. And if you found that you've been holding yourself back, talking yourself out of it, hitting snooze, whatever it may be, I want you to take that new approach. Don't give yourself any time to think about it. If your alarm is going to go off at 5.30, get ready to jump out of bed at 5.30. Don't open your eyes, lay there, maybe grab your phone. Don't let yourself talk yourself out of it because it will happen. Maybe you won't even work out, but if you just jump out of bed, at least you're up. Now you've gotten past, you've proven to your brain that you can get past that first part. And I do really like the five second rule when Mel Robbins is basically saying, when that thing is about to happen and you get that urge or the alarm goes off, count backwards from five and get up. I've got several clients that really love using this. They find it super effective. For me, it's not my favorite thing to use because I am very stubborn. I feel like I can talk myself out of anything. So the way that I combat this is by making my vision and my purpose so crystal clear that I want to do the thing, even if I know that it scares me. So when it came to the podcast, like I said, I took probably a week to get that first episode recorded because I was terrified and I was talking myself out of it and I could feel myself doing it. I knew that I needed to snap out of it and just sit down and record the podcast. So I got the equipment, I set it up, and I sat down and I did it. And I could look back and say, oh, I should have started sooner or I shouldn't have let my mean girl take over for that long, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to look back and beat myself up for the shoulds because should doesn't matter. Maybe I should have done something different. Maybe you should have done something different, but we didn't. And we're here right now. So instead of taking your energy and using it to dwell on what should have been, forget about should. I don't care about should. I care that you're here right now, and maybe you've tried this a million times before. You've always tried to set your alarm for 30 minutes earlier and it's never worked. I don't care. You're here right now and you're choosing to be different. So try something different. Why is it, let's go back to the alarm example, why is it that you're not doing the thing that you want to do or know that you should do? It could be that your vision and your purpose is not crystal clear. It could be that you're giving yourself too much time to think about it and then you end up thinking yourself out of it. Or maybe it's not the right approach. It could be that what you're trying to do doesn't align with what you actually want in the end as the outcome. So take some time to really think about this. If your goal is to feel better physically or to level up your mental health, but you just can't seem to do the thing that you think you should be doing, Maybe it's time to reevaluate. Maybe you need to find a different route or a different path. 
It might seem like sitting down to think about this, try to figure out your purpose, and really figure out where you're going, it might seem like that's going to take some time, and it should. And the point is that it becomes more and more clear exactly what you're trying to attain and achieve. So even though it's going to take time to sit with yourself and figure it out, don't deny yourself that time just because you think that it's a waste. The time is going to pass anyway, and you've already admitted that what you've been doing or trying to do hasn't worked. So why not take some time to try something new and see if that's the answer? When we talk about this journey of healing and growing, it's all trial and error, but the bottom line is that no matter what, you are not giving up. You're not saying nothing is going to work for me because that's just not true. That is also your inner mean girl trying to convince you that nothing is going to work so that you stop trying. We don't do that here. It might take more time to take a few steps back, reevaluate, create a new plan. But if that means in the long run, you're truly able to change your life and do what you've always wanted to do, I don't think you're going to regret that time that you've needed to take. I know you're not. I don't want this to feel overwhelming. I want this to be so empowering because you are taking control of your life and your future. And since we're not looking back, since we're not dwelling on the past or anything that we should have done differently, we are only clearing up space to create clarity for our future. And that, what I just said, that might be the absolute hardest part is letting go of the past and forgiving yourself. And if that's where you need to direct your attention and focus on that first so that you can make space for healthy, positive changes, okay, take the time that you need to truly sit with yourself and start to process some of the things that you're not forgiving yourself for. Like I said, the bottom line is that no matter how long it takes, you're going to get there. And that sometimes means redirecting and reevaluating. That's how it's supposed to go. But you know you're on the right track because you're doing it. And that basically leads into what we're talking about today, which is this whole idea that we need to put a timeline on everything. And we need to have a deadline. And we just need to get to the finish line. And I hate to break it to you, but if you are the person that thinks like that, we got to flip the script and we need to get away from that idea because there is no finish line. And what I have found time and time again is that the more that we try to put a deadline on something, the more pressure that we put on ourselves to get to the end, the harder time we have getting there because there is no finish line. There is no need for that pressure. And when it comes to healing and growth specifically, we can't put a timeline on it. All that tends to do is get us overwhelmed and stressed out. And if you're like me and you're a recovering perfectionist, then you think, well, it's not happening fast enough. I'm not doing it well enough. And then we start to really, really beat ourselves up because we think we're not doing it right. And there is no right or wrong way. As long as you are choosing to move forward and figure it out along the way, you're doing it. And it might take longer than it takes other people, but it doesn't matter. We can't compare our journey to anybody else's because they're completely different journeys. And I've read this before and it's always stuck with me. You cannot compare your day one to someone's day 500. Healing is a difficult process on its own. 
And by itself, that should take up all of our energy. That should be where our main focus is. So when we start to cloud our vision by also thinking there should be a deadline or we're not moving fast enough, all we're doing is taking energy away from the task at hand. It's the same idea as letting go of the past and forgiving yourself, not beating yourself up for what you should have done differently. We gotta let go of that and we need to let go of thinking that there's a finish line because no matter where you are in your journey right now, you're never gonna get to the finish line because you're always going to be coming up with new ways to better yourself. And there are always going to be new challenges that you're going to want to move forward with because you know that they're making you better. So it's really important to understand that there doesn't need to be a deadline. There doesn't need to be any type of timeline. We are just focusing on becoming better. And I've actually seen people, in my opinion, take this too far to the other extreme where they say, if you're going to do a three-week workout program, or if something has a timeline in the description, it's not worth it because you don't need to be doing something that's only three weeks long, that doesn't create a habit, that doesn't do this or this. And that might be true, but I don't want that to deter you. If there is something like a three-week challenge or a six-week challenge, when I work with my, with my clients, we do a three-month challenge. I'm not saying that at the end of three months, you're done. That's just the beginning. So there is this idea that you shouldn't do anything with the timeline because it's not enough, quote unquote. But if that's what gets you going absolutely jump right into it. Do not hold yourself back just because you think it's not enough time. Do it and then find a plan afterwards to continue it. Because when it comes to building habits, research shows that it takes about 66 days to truly implement a new habit. It used to be 21 days. That's pretty much debunked. Now they're looking at 66 days. So if that means that in that 66 days, you're doing various different, let's say, workout programs to get to your goal, okay, do the different workout programs. It's actually good for the brain to be able to do shorter programs like that so that you can build that confidence and complete something and then feel good that you completed it and then move on to the next. And of course, this is different for everyone. Find your thing and stick to it. Whatever the thing is, or if it's multiple things, as long as you are moving forward, stumbling forward, because there are going to be days where you feel like you're going backwards, but you're not. As long as you are moving forward, you cannot fail. So let's bring this all the way back to the basics. We are no longer letting ourselves be caught up in thinking that there's a timeline or a deadline or a finish line. There is no line. We're letting go of all the lines. I don't care about the lines. They're gone. So we're letting go of that so we can make space. And we are also letting go of the shoulds. I should have done this differently, or I should be this far along by now. It's okay if you're not exactly where you need to be, because remember, we talk about this all the time. Just because you think something doesn't make it a fact. Just because there is something in your brain telling you that you should be at a certain point at a certain time, that does not mean that it's true. So that's probably your inner mean girl and that's probably the perfectionist in you. And here's where I really find perfectionism holds us back. So 
I truly believe perfectionism is a trauma response. When we try to be everything to everybody else, it's probably because we've spent a lot of time feeling like the only way that we can validate ourselves was by giving all of us to somebody else. We wanted to feel love, we wanted to feel respect, and we felt like the only way we could do that was by putting ourselves on the back burner and taking care of everybody else. So perfectionism, sometimes it gets the job done, but when it's too heavy, it's overwhelming, and it's really detrimental to our mental health. But here's where perfectionism really steers us wrong. For me, this is the biggest downside to perfectionism. It's this idea that because we want everything to be perfect, if we can't think that it's going to be perfect, we won't even start. Perfectionism and procrastination go hand in hand because when we're perfectionists and we need it to be picture perfect, there actually is no such thing as perfect for a perfectionist. It's never going to be good enough. We're always going to think that it should be better. So because we think that we can't attain the perfection that we want, we tend to pull away and not do it at all. We procrastinate because we're always waiting for when we think it's going to be perfect. Do you see how vicious this is? What I've found is that on a healing and growth journey, in order to truly be able to thrive and heal and grow, we have to let go of that perfectionism because it's never going to be perfect because there is no such thing as perfect. I don't care about perfect. I care about doing our best and showing up at our best. If we continue to wait for perfect, we are going to continue to procrastinate. And then two months, four months, six months down the road, we find ourselves thinking, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm still in the same spot. What am I waiting for? Have you ever felt that where you just get so overwhelmed and you're like, what am I waiting for? And in reality, when you really start to pick it apart, you might find that what you're waiting for is perfect. And because you don't think you can actually achieve perfection, you continue to procrastinate. So we need to get into interrupting that cycle. And for me, the easiest way to start to let go of my perfectionism was by doing the things that I was afraid to do because I didn't think they were going to be perfect. So I want you to think about one thing right now that you are working towards. One thing that you want to be better at. What is that one thing? Are you thinking of it? Okay, now I want you to think about the first step that you can take to work towards that goal. Are you thinking of the first step? Okay, now I need you to think about that first step and I need you to schedule it into the next 24 hours, not more than that. Schedule it as if it were the most important appointment of your life and do it. It might be messy. It might not be perfect. You might not have the entire plan. I don't care. I want you to take the first step and I want you to prove to your brain that you can start something even if it's not going to look perfect. I'm pretty sure I've seen this somewhere before and somebody had called this messy action. And I think that that sounds pretty cool, but I don't want to call it messy. It's just action. We could give it a fancy name, whatever, but when it comes down to it, it is action. It's you taking action and taking the first step towards changing your life. And it might feel icky at first, let it feel icky, 
because it's never going to be perfect. And the more that we start to take action, even when we know it's not quote unquote perfect, the quieter that the perfectionist side of you becomes because you realize once you consistently take action, you don't care about the perfect as much. You care about getting it done. You care about challenging yourself and reaching new goals and overcoming new obstacles. That's the fun part. But you have to be willing to push through that initial discomfort. And you know I've got you. Any questions that you have, anything that you want to break down, shoot me an email, send me a DM on Instagram at Magalonius, hit me up on TikTok at Your Hype Girl Mags. I just launched a brand new community today where we get to interact and it's the most empowering place on the planet. We've got mindset, nutrition, fitness, hype. There's weekly calls and it is the most empowering place that you can be on the internet. So if you're curious about that, go check out my stand store on my Instagram, on my TikTok. Come join us. Let's change our lives. Y'all, I want you to take this energy and let it course through your veins for the rest of today, the rest of this week, and I will catch you on the flip side.